Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Tuesday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome Monday. I hope y'all had a glorious Monday. Okay, today we are still reading the um, Breaking Anxiety Grip. That's what we're doing, this seven-day journey. Okay, so today we are at day two. And it states, a thief in the night. So think about a thief that be prowling around your house, looking, trying to get in any kind of crack, any kind of opening. Think of it as that, a thief in the night. And these scripture come from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. This is my favorite, my favorite scripture in the Bible. <laughs> no lie, this really is. This really, one day, I had to tell you, but this one this right here t- helped me a while back when I was worrying and stressing going through my little phases. And sometimes I have to refer myself back to it. It got to the point where I read this scripture, this, this scripture every day. Just to get me not to worry about this, not to worry about that. It helps me. So, I'm going to read it today. A thief in the night. They step in like a thief. And stepped in like a thief in the night and stole from me and the whole entire family. Think about it. A thief come in and take something. That means they stole from you and stole from your family. Things are not going well, then it happened. Just think about it. Things are not going well, then it happened. It begins it being worrying, anxiety, and fear. Almost like almost like I have given them a key to my front door. Worry, anxiety, worry, anxiety, and fear. Let themselves in without even asking. Meaning like fear, anxiety, worry, all this stuff um, comes in into our household, into our life, into our family. Just think about it. A thief in the night. They come in. You do not give a key to this. You do not give a key to them. You do not even say, come on in. Sit down. You didn't do none of that. But yet, you gave them a key to your front door. It's like you have gave them a key. Here you go. Come on in. Actually, I did get the permission. Actually, you did get the permission. You probably don't think you really did get worried, stressing, and that's the permission. But you did. Just think about it. I want y'all to really think about it. But you did. Actually, you did get a permission. I listened to them. You entertained them. You agreed with them. And then, and let and you let them stay. Me, like, you gave them permission. You listened to it like, oh, yeah, I ain't going to have enough money for my rent. Yeah, we ain't gonna make it. I don't know what we're gonna do. You entertain the thought. You sitting there replaying it over and over and over again. Just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. Um, we right. Yeah, you right. Okay. And then you listen to them. I mean, like, you listen to them like, oh my god, what I'm gonna do? You probably said that word like, oh, I don't know what I'm worried about this. And yet, you need to just say, here you go, Jesus. Uh, no, I'm not. Listen to some whatever it takes for you to get your mind off of that. Stop it. Whatever it takes to get your mind off of worry, stress, and whatever it takes. I don't care if you have to pick up the phone and call somebody. Or like, girl, let me tell you what happened today. There's something to like. I mean, when I used to be dealing with this, I used to get up before I start working. I used to get up when I was working. I used to get up like because I couldn't really sleep. I get up in the middle of the night. And yes, I did want to wake my kids up, but I was like, I can't keep doing this to my kids. My kids need rest just like I do. So I'll find something like Kevin Hart or uh what's that guy name? Um 
Kevin Hart, Mike Epps, what that look? Um, Cat Williams, man and Cat Williams, I would just find something funny to watch. I would just be up here laughing because I knew what it was going on. So, you know, you gave them permission, you entertained them, you agree with them, and you let them stay. I mean, you entertained them, you listen to them, you agree with them, and then you just let them stay. Like, okay, you can just stay here because it's true. Ain't nothing going to happen. I mean, ain't nothing works for me. I'll never get blessed. I'm always worried. It's always going to be like this. We're not going to do nothing. I mean, you entertaining the thought. You gave the permission to come into your house. Okay. It said, but in gaining interest to your mind, heart, in gaining interest to your mind and heart, worry stole my joy. Anxiety stole my peace. Fear stole my presence as it projected into my future. Meaning, like, you let them into your mind. Worry. Worry does so much. Wait, it said, gave an interest in my mind. Worry stole your, I mean, into your heart. Worry stole your joy. So, you can't have be happy because you sit here worried, like, oh, Lord, you get gray hair. You don't understand why your body off or you just like, why am I always sick? Because you sit here worried. You weaken your body. You weaken your immune system. You weaken your heart. You just do all kind of cuckoo stuff to your body. Don't even realize. Anxiety still your peace. And you like, you can't even have peace whenever you go to work. You sit here like, anxious. Oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, Jesus. I can't calm down. All the, all, trust me. I've been there, done it. I know all about this. That's why I can say what I'm saying. Like, oh, Jesus. I just don't know. This fidgeting. This can't sit still. This, you know. Heart racing, you just wake up, be like, oh, you know, you just don't know what to do. And fear has stolen your present as it projects into your future. Cause now you worried about the future. Fear stole your fear stole so my present as it projects into the future. Cause you feel like, oh Lord, what if I don't ever find a man? You know, this stupid stuff. Fear. What if you know, I don't know, I'm just so scared. What if what if I do this and, and it don't work out right? What if I just do it. Okay. All these things stole from my family because I couldn't truly present them, but I couldn't truly present with them when I worried about the past or the future. You worry about the past. They used to be me. Like, oh, man, I should just go back to Long Beach. Back in Long Beach. No. You know, I was like, if I'm out here in Houston, you know, but look at me. I must say, I'm doing pretty good for myself. In the sermon, in the sermon on the mountain, Jesus instructs us not to worry. He told us not to worry. Yes, we do. Sometimes we, human nature, we tend to worry. But Jesus said he instructed us not to worry. He put he put his finger over our chief anxiety. How he will how <laughs> he put his finger over our chief chief anxiety. How would I be provided for today? We are spending our mental energy attempted to answer this question we try to find a solution to each of the words that may not even happen yet none of this what if what if know that like what if this happened or what if that happened or what if all this what if uh can be acted on because of the calamities events that we instructed in our mind haven't occurred so we stir and brew waiting for the worst to happen i mean like you sitting here like what if this happens? What if I lose my job? Or what if they I go to work and they find me? What if? What if God still God still the same God yesterday, today, and forever? Um, He's gonna always provide for you. What if? Okay, they fire me. Shoot, I'm at home with my kid. That's how you look. That's how I look at. Okay, that's their loss. God gonna open up another door for me. And uh, 
you just have to be like this because I work with this lady. Um, you know, her daughter had um, surgery on her leg. She tore ACL. She had surgery. So she, they won't let her work from home. This is stupid because she's not the right skin color. No, she's black, you know. She's not white. Um, so they won't let her work from home. But most of her kids that she does have, they are online. So they won't let her work from home because this stupid stuff. So it's not related to COVID. Uh, so she got to come to work. Mm, really? Hmm. Her daughter couldn't move. She couldn't do nothing for herself because she tore ACL. Hmm. So this is what she did. She called them in one day and said, well, I'm starting to have symptoms of COVID. Sometimes you have to work the system. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do for your kid. And I was like, girl, that, I was like so mad because I was like, that's about the stupidest stuff I ever heard. How you not, how you not going to let me work from home because this is my daughter, you know? And I always, and I always felt like you got to take care of your kids, your kids. You know, you got to take it. Yes, I know you have to work, but your kids should be your first priority. I told her, I said, it could have been me. I wish, <clears throat> I said, okay. I would have been like, okay, don't. I was like, Jesus. I would have to pray about it because I probably would have been upset for a moment. Worry for a moment. I'm like, okay, Jesus, I ain't going to say stress myself out. The devil is a lie. Uh, it is what it is. God, if I lose my job, you can always, you gonna always provide for me and my kids. You have never left me, nor for a second. You're going to always be there for us. <laughs> and would have left it alone. I probably would do what she did, like called in and be like, I have COVID and did it. I probably I would have worked the system just like she had to. But that's a shame. She's a single parent, and you know. But that is sickening. That is so. I just don't understand. That's why I'm trying to work for Felicia because they got one time. Let me get back to what I talk about. And you just sitting there wishing, sitting there waiting for the worst to happen. We got to stop that. I mean like, oh, I used to do that. Sitting there like, what if? All the time. What if this happened? I can't get to my kids. What if this happened? My kids can't get to me. What if this happened? I just had to just stop. Because, honey, I was like, all these what ifs. And then, but at the time, you like, plant the seed for this to happen. You like, oh, what if this does happen? You know, like, this really can happen. So, what if it does happen? What if, you know, all this stuff. Jesus counter to this Jesus counter to this is our Heavenly Father, the author of life, the creator of each individual each each individual individual who knows our needs and desires. He instructs us to seek relationship with our Father first, and then all these other things will fall into a proper perspective. I mean like I know everybody like for me to tell you, me my goal is to work from home. That's my goal. Work from home because I want to retire. Retire working for somebody else. Uh, and work for Felicia, work from home, um, work from home into make my own schedule, do what I want to do. Not, I mean, I don't really do nothing, but like when my kids have doctor's appointment, I'm like, oh, can we do this this time or this time? Yeah, we can be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, we can do this. Oh, we can do this day. We can, no problem. Yeah, we can do that, you know, because that way I can make my own schedule. But first, we just, you know, but first we have to just have a relationship with God first. First, we have to seek Him first. We must have a relationship. We must communicate with Him. We must, we must, we must spend time in prayer with Him. We must sit there and just spend time with Him because that's all He wants. All these things that you want, like um, you want a house or you just want to be, you know, all these things that, that He know our heart and He know our desire. He already know that. But we must 
first seek him and all those things that we ever wanted, desire, need, all that. Oh, Lord, I wish, I wish, I, I want, I need this car. But it's, you know, it's not a, you know, you might have a car now, but you're like, oh, Lord, I wish I can, I wish I can get that new car. I wish I can get something better, you know. If we first have a relationship with all them things that we ever want, desire, need, whatever, they'll fall into a perspective place. We just got to have a relationship. We just got to stop thinking like Jesus is a microwave. Jesus, honey. Stop like, but Jesus, you better come on with it. Just remember, our time is totally different from God's time. Put it that way. Jesus and his son with a couple of worries. Observation. He stated that tomorrow will not worry about its own thing. Tomorrow will worry about its own thing. So we shouldn't worry about them now. We are not in tomorrow yet. Meaning like you worried about the next day. And we ain't in there yet. This is me. I used to worry about I'm paying my rent, right? I'm already next month. Worried about next month. We I ain't there. Jesus is there. I'm not there, so I'm over here worried about this, and we should not be worried about next month, next week, next year, next day, any of that, because we're not there yet. God is there. It say we're worried about things. We are not there yet. We should take care of what we need to do today, but we shouldn't be concerned about what tomorrow will bring. God is at tomorrow. We are not. So we should be worried about today. We should not be worried about tomorrow. We should not worry about tomorrow. Because God is tomorrow. We are not. God is already in tomorrow. We are not. One fundamental thing that God asks for us is that we believe that we believe that we trust him. He tends to approach life thinking, show me. We tend to approach life like, show me, then I trust you. Okay? You know how we're like, God, you better show me, then I trust you. God, if you show me, like, I can get this job, then I trust you. Oh, Jesus. Um... If you um if you show me that I um if you put money in my account, put food on my table, or what is it? Oh, I can get a new car, or I can get this house. If you show me and you bless me with that, then I trust you. Oh, really? That's what you're gonna tell Jesus. But Jesus telling us to trust Him first, and then He'll show us. I mean, like trust me. All I want you to do is just trust me, believe me, have a relationship with me. Just do what I tell you to do, and and I'll show you. That's all God wants to do. Stop saying like God, <laughs> show me then I trust. No, He wants us to trust Him and then He'll show us. I mean, like, okay, like I woke up this morning, I was about to worry about some stuff, you know, like, uh, no, I wrote in my little journal. God, I cast all these cares on you. I'm not going to worry about it. I spoke it into existence. Like, uh, you are my Jehovah Jehovah. You are my provider. Everything I need, it will be by. I will not lack anything. Money, food, whatever it is, I will not lack anything. But during this pandemic, I did not lack not one thing. So, God, you're you the same guy back then. you be the same guy today. And I ended just like that. So, instead of saying, God, show me that I trust you. Trust him first, and then he'll show you. Because I'm like, God, I trust you. And watch how big my God going to show up. I always tell people, God going to show up for Felicia. Watch God show up. They're like, you know, some people don't you know, want to hear all that, but I say that. Okay. Father, help me to trust you more. Prepare and wait on you for the harvest of peace that you desire from me. Reveal to me the lies I have believed and how to counter them with their truth in Jesus' name. Meaning like... Lord, help me to trust you. Don't I be like, God, help me to trust you. I mean, and it can be the simplest little thing. God, thank you. You know, I mean, this it just be the simplest little thing. Like, 
this you trust him to get you to work you trust him to make sure your kids are okay when you're not there you trust him it's not that big of a deal just to trust god like okay i'm gonna trust you with this and don't pick it back up if you give it to him I have to learn that too. Don't pick it back. Okay, God. It might come back like, ooh, ooh, you might want to, oh, I want to touch it. And you know, the enemy like, ooh, you better do it because these things move back. Don't you do it because if you touch it, you do something, you're going to mess it up. So this, here you go, God. I cast, I give it to you. I cast it to you. I lay it at your throne. I'm not going to worry about it because you told me not to worry about it. Whatever it takes, you have to quote scriptures. If you have to read the Bible by word, whatever it takes, don't pick it back up. Okay. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What would you eat or drink or about your body? What would you wear? It's not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow, nor reap, nor store away in born. Yet your heavenly Father feed them. Pause it right there. Okay, you know how people were like, like me. I was worried about how we going to eat. How we going to do this. I was worried about this morning. I was worried about how we're going to eat this morning. I'm not even saying a lot. Told you I'd be real with you. I'd be transparent. I'd be real. Um, I sit here worried about how we're going to eat. How I'm going to eat today. How am I going to... What can we eat today? I'm up here. So I said, Mm-mm. I took out my journal because I went in the icebox to... To... um. What I want in the book to fix me some breakfast. I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. God, you are Jehovah Jehovah. You are my provider. My icebox will be full with food. I will not lack anything. I had to write that in my book. I had to tell myself that out loud because the enemy tried to come and have me to worry. Now, today, baby, we're going to carry that down. So, so don't worry about, you know, look at the birds. This thing about the birds and the sky flying around. They don't sew. Like, we sew, we sew. We like, we sew to people. We sew our ties and all that type of stuff. We, you know, this thing about it. Them birds always got something to eat. They always got something to eat. Mm. They just bless myself. They always got something to eat. So, why are you worried about what you're going to eat? What you're going to drink? Or what you're going to do? God said, look at the birds in the air. They do not sow, nor reap, nor store away in your barn. Yet, your heavenly father feed them. Are you more valuable than they? You are valuable then. Can can anyone buy by worry add one single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? You see the flowers of the field. Of the field grows, they do not labor or spend. And yet I say that not even Solomon, all his splendors were dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes grass of the field, which is today, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire. He will not much more close you, you little faces. So do not worry saying, what should we eat? Or what should we drink? Or what should we wear? Brother Pence, read, run after all these things. And your head of our knows that you need these. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. All these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So you, today is Tuesday. You waking up, you might be like, oh, look, I got a bill the other day. Or you might not even have no food in your iPhone. You probably say, oh, Lord, how I'm going to eat, how I'm going to. No. God, I give it to you. I'm always going to have food to eat. No, don't you sit here, be, get up in the morning, be like, get to work, you know, whatever. What's wrong? You want to have a pity party? No, we're not going to do that today. This is like, okay, God. And it, I don't care if you have to read this scripture. That's what I used to do. I used to read Matthew 26, 25 through. 
34. I used to read this every day until I just got it rooted into my soul where I can go to the Bible and find it like it ain't nothing. Well, I'll be like, where that word is? What is that? I'll find it because that helps me to know that. I look at the birds. Every time I look at the birds, they always eating. They don't be hungry. They always got something to eat. Boom. That means I'm going to always have something to eat. Look at the flowers and the grass. How people come out here and cut it. God clothes. Hmm, I'm always have clothes. It might not be the best of clothes, but I'm always going to have something to put on. Um, you always got to look at things that way. Because God don't want us to worry. He told us. Do not worry. You know, worry about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. None of that. Just focus on one day. Today have enough troubles on. So if you can just focus on that, just trust God. And he will show you. Trust me. God will show up and show out. Picture it that way. And don't sit here and be worried about this and that. Um, Sometimes I have to kiss myself. I ain't perfect. Sometimes I have to, like, kiss myself. Like, oh, jeez. Like, what the devil? That's what I be saying sometimes. Like, oh, Lord. Oh, no, Jesus. I do. I tell, I, I be, I mean, Jesus be talking. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know. But but when I just, like, start this heaven, every morning I get up and I just write in my Bible, just pray. Sometimes I, sometimes I don't get to pray in the house, but I get in my car and I just pray. Me and Jesus have a little talk in the car on the way to work. And then I'm like, Jesus, only if you just knew. If I can just sit in front of Jesus and just tell him, God, only if you knew how grateful I am, how thankful I am. Because, God, when people thought that I was not going to make it, when people thought that I couldn't do this or I can't do that, he always been there. He always showed me, please, I got you no matter what. And if whatever it takes for you to trust God, what he will show you, you know, this just know that God do not want us to worry. He do not want us to be stressed out. He do not want us to live in fear. And that's where the enemy tried to have me. Living in fear had me so isolated. Where it got to the point where I wouldn't even go outside. I'll go to the store. Or, you know, if I I got to the point where I, I used to have to call people just to drive downtown. I'm taking my kids to the doctor. But as soon as they get in the car, they want to fall asleep. And I need somebody to talk to. Because my mind be wandering. It be rolling. Just be on the go. So I was like, okay. And then now, I get in my car, go downtown. I just meet my kid be talking, laughing, joking. I be looking at stuff, jamming in the car. I don't know what I be doing. I be doing other stuff. But it took me to that point. I mean, it took me a while to get to that point. Um, It used to be so bad to where I used to my kid like, Mom, can we go to the zoo? Can we go to the museum? I was like, okay. And this is my thinking. Okay, if I go downtown, something happens to me. I'm in a medical center. I'm good. I'm okay. You know, I used to drive. And I used to be like, there's a fire station right there. There's a hospital right there. So if I, I got help. Things like that. That's how my mind was. It was just so, ugh, it was ridiculous. And now sometimes I catch myself, but I'm like, uh-uh. No, you know, sometimes I do. Because I'm like, ooh, one day I'm be, you know, it's just stupid stuff. I was like, no, I ain't not going to do this. No, I'm not. And I just challenge myself not to worry. Today, I want you to challenge yourself not to worry, not to stress, not to have fear come in because you opened the door. You gave the permission, even though you didn't realize you did, but you did because you entertained them. You listened to them, so you gave them permission. You gave the thief a permission to come into your household to stay your peace, your joy out of your household. It's on your kids, your kids, everything your kids do. They got it from you. So, 
Now it's time to throw them out the door and don't let them back in. Yes, you. it's time for us to work on ourselves. Stop worrying. Stop this. It is time for us to get it together because God instructed us not to worry. Think about the birds. I'm like, God, I ain't got nothing in this house for me and my kids to eat. You just say and think about the birds. They always had something to eat. Always. So, just know that God will provide. All he wants to do is trust. And he's going to show up and show up. But he said, trust me. And I'll show you. So, I'll be telling God, show me. Then I'll trust you. No, God said, trust me first. Then I'll show you. So, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing and awesome day. Third, I mean, not Thursday. Oh, Lord, I didn't push the whole awesome Tuesday. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful and amazing Tuesday. <laughs>